<clears throat> What's going? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Hey guys, Allie and Dan here again for DNA Athletics. I hope you enjoyed our first ever episode. Um, I hope you guys were able to laugh along with us as we obviously laugh at ourselves. Uh, listening back, listening back to it, it was um, <laughs> it was just funny to listen to us talk. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> you got you got to get the the early shakes out. I, yeah. I consider myself a pretty seasoned, uh, I guess you would say, I don't know what the word is, connoisseur <laughs> for this kind of stuff. Listen, I started a gaming YouTube channel back in like 2012. Do so you want to put the nope. link in Nope. There. No, thank you. Link in bio. No, thank you. So I hope you guys enjoyed the little introduction episode, basically just like any other podcast, the pilot, just to give you guys a, a glance at what's coming to the podcast and you know we don't even really know yet we're just going to go with the flow and and pick topics that are interesting to us and maybe at some point interesting to you guys so today Allie do you want to let them know what we're talking about yep so today we are talking about our first ever experiences in a weight room or a gym setting um we've been on fields and courts and in gyms our entire lives playing multiple different sports um but not many people or athletes really start out or get into a weight room um really early on they kind of find that um well at least for us we kind of found it a little bit deeper farther along in our athletic um development um so i know f personally for me I didn't start lifting or really weight training until I was like, I think a junior or senior in high school. Um, and even then, um, going into college, um, stepping into like the gyms there and, you know, the rec centers, um, I always did like just body weight stuff because I, I didn't know or I didn't really, um, wasn't confident um, doing anything other than calisthenics and simple, you know, plyometric exercises rather than really lifting heavy weight and even using some of the machines in the gym. Um, I don't know what, what was your experience with, with stepping foot in a gym? Yeah, mine is pretty similar. I didn't start lifting weights until junior or senior year. Um, I had mentioned in the last episode that <clears throat> my main sports were soccer and track and, you know, throwing some baseball, football, swimming, all that. But my two main sports that I played all the way through uh, 12th grade was soccer and track. So for soccer, we never, ever touched the weight room. That was never even an idea. And What about when you got to college? To college is a different story. I'll get there in just, just a quick second. But what sport introduced me to the weight room was track. And that was because... The idea of, I was a sprinter, so the idea of sprinting is you need to have explosive, fast twitch muscle fibers, right? So, you know, a, a good way to develop that was to, you know, do squats and and an introduction to deadlifts because it's a full body workout. So basic powerlifting? Um, basically, like, not, we, uh, some, of the, some of the guys and girls on the team got into Olympic lifts. I, I was never one of them. I would love to to learn how to do that because I still don't know. Um, but yeah, my my first ever experience in the gym was um, not until you know late in my high school career, and I was very I get, I don't know if vanilla is the right word, but I was very vanilla with it. <laughs> All we did was squat. Um, we did leg press, basically everything pertaining to the legs. No 
upper body, no core. I mean, we did core outside on the on the track, like, you know, like planking and push-ups and all that good stuff. But yeah, and then in college, to what I was saying before, was when I, I played Division three soccer and we had our strength and conditioning coach and you know we during preseason we had triple sessions and then throughout the whole season it was double sessions every day and 10 p.m was our lifting session so that was when I really got a taste of what machines actually do in the weight room because in high school I didn't know what 75 percent of the the equipment did you know what I mean I, I was just I never was interested in it I never had somebody that was older than me like an older sibling to kind of guide me in that direction. I mean, my dad used to lift weights when he was younger and I've seen pictures and, and he even brought a lot of his old weights home from back in the eighties. And it was, you know, it, it, he was legit at it, but he never really got around to teaching me that. I mean, I, I also never really asked, so, but kind of dragged that, but that was my first experience in the gym. Um, but, uh, do you have anything else to say about your experience, or, or I feel like I kind of went a little long? I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize in advance for every single episode that you guys listen to. I love to talk. I'm not gonna lie, especially when we're talking about things like this. So if I go off on a tangent, please let Allie know that it's totally okay for her to cut me off. I will not be offended. I just want I just want to point that out and preface that so I only have to say it once and you heard it here first. Here we go again talking off. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna take a sip of this water. Um, yeah. So I I definitely agree. Once I once I got to college, um, and played volleyball, that's really where we had team lifts and stuff like that. And I I got more into it. And then obviously as we dove deeper into our degree and um learning about exercise science and taking kinesiology and exercise physiology and, and all that good stuff. Um, we got down to more of the specifics and then we really learned and even, even our, um, our coaching class, um, we were in the weight room, literally coaching each other. Um, and that, that was really cool. And that's where I really kind of found my confidence and, and my passion and love and enjoyment of, you know, kind of strength training. Um, yeah, so even once I got to to college too and when we started doing team lift for volleyball, um it was it definitely um exposed me to a lot a lot more and with our strength and conditioning coach and stuff, I really, you know, found my love and passion for for lifting. And um it it definitely educated me too and gave me that confidence boost of going into the gym alone. You know, going in with a team is is much different than going in alone and not having your strength coach there, not having, you know, your um, teammates there. So, um, and it's intimidating. It's very intimidating. I remember the first first couple of times that I would walk in alone. I mean, first you go with friends and you try to get your friends to go and then obviously like that dwindles down and then it's just just you or, you know, just a couple people that still want to stay, um, healthy and stay physically active and especially in college, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was super intimidating, but then just learning and growing and getting more confident, um, especially as a female, it was a lot of fun. And, and even seeing my, myself and my body put on weight, I, I was actually very, satisfied and happy about that. I mean, um, all my life I've been like pretty thin, but 
super athletic and, you know, high metabolism. So my whole goal and even my goal now is to add muscle weight. And I mean, really doing that with, uh, with putting up, you know, more weight in the, in the weight room. And it's, it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's cool to see that progress, um, happen so quickly. And so many people, you know, kind of get in there and want a, a quick turnaround and, you know, that doesn't happen. You really got to put in the time, put in the effort and, you know, continuously and progressively lift heavy. And, and I mean, we'll get deeper into, you know, programming and stuff like that a little later on, but, um, it's definitely a really cool experience and one that I am super confident in now and obviously enjoy it. I stay in a week. I mean, I work in a, in a gym now as a performance coach, so it's, it's a very enjoyable. Yeah. So I, I liked what you said about, you know, a lot of times, uh, when you, you're an athlete in high school and you're used to just working out because you have practice and, and all that stuff. But a lot of people don't go to college to play sports. I think that I heard a statistic, I forgot who I heard it from, but supposedly 1% of students play a sport in college, which is nuts. Um, 1% of, of the population. Oh, okay. 1% of the population, which is nuts. So I liked what Ali said when she said, you know, to go in there and be confident by yourself just to be healthy. And now that both of our athletic careers in terms of playing for a school are done, what are your, what's your motivation externally, internally? Um, like what's your whole thought process on that? And, and what keeps you going? Obviously you're in the field, you love what you do and you're a performance coach. You know, I, I get that, but for you and yourself, what are your what are your motivations to keep going? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think obviously before it was very performance based. I, I would um lift and exercise and and um train for volleyball or for a specific sport. Um and now that, you know, that has ended unfortunately, there's that kind of realization that sets in that I'm a NARP now. <laughs> um, for those Welcome of you, to the club. For those of you who don't know, a NARP is a non-athletic regular person. Um, not saying anyone's a NARP. Well, all right, I'm just going to put my foot in my mouth right there. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's not, it's not, it, it sounds a lot worse and it sounds like it's like a derogatory thing. It's not. It's, it's, no, no, it's no. like, it's like a joking thing. You know what I mean? Um, no, but after, I mean, I just finished my, my volleyball career and you know the depression sets in and it's like yo what what do I do now you know what am I training for now and my job has really helped a lot with that um and just being in the gym every single day and you know it's not the focus isn't on me and my performance it's on my athletes and their performance and me helping them get better and helping them reach their goals and every single day I see you know a different um student or a different athlete um, pursue their dream of playing the sport that they love. And I absolutely love like helping them with that. That's just so cool to me. And just thinking back on the coaches that have helped me through the process too. Um, so I definitely think my motivation right now to continue lifting and to continue doing things, um, is, or are my athletes, um, that I train. Um, just for example, one of we're getting into strength training right now, um, or our powerlifting phase, if you will, for our programming for our athletes. And we just tested their one rep max in the gym. 
and all the kids, they, they absolutely killed it. Um, and so our performance coaches were like, well, why aren't we doing that? You know, let's put our one rep maxes up and then do the exact same program as them. You know, we always see their, them go, you know, lift heavier at the end of, at the end of the, this phase. So we wanted to do that ourselves. And that right now is, is a very motivating driver for me is to not only do this for, you know, myself and obviously stay, um, in shape, but also for my athletes, you know, to be that motivation for them and to be kind of set an example and, and give them, uh, something to look forward to. And, and I, and I think that right now is, is an external motivation, but, um, deep down it really, it, it really is, uh, internal and it drives me for, for a long time. Do you have any specific motivators in your life? Yeah, I think that I kind of touched on this last uh, episode. It's one of those things where, like you just said, when you stop playing for a team, you get a weird state of depression where you kind of forget about all the benefits of of staying active. And you're kind of just like, well, why am I going to go lift if I don't have to? Like, if I don't have practice at 7 p.m. or I'm sorry, lift at 7 p.m., why do I have to go? And I think that for me personally, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like lifting weights. I don't like strength training. I always tell my friends that and they and they they make fun of me because I'm I prefer running. Running is my number one passion. It's. It's something I've always been in love with my whole entire life. And again, I don't hate lifting, but it's one of those things. I feel like either you love to be in the weight room and you hate running or vice versa. We were talking about this before. We, we had just mentioned before, literally driving to Target this afternoon, um, saying how like I love that you're so into um, distance running right now. And I'm like so into like strength training right now. Like it's cool how we're like opposites and and just help each other grow. No, exactly. So just with that background of not being, you know, super into weight training and don't get me wrong. I, I, I want to get stronger. Like I'm not a string bean, but I'm also not a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Like there was a point where I could put up 225 on the bench and I was squatting 315 at least, I mean, I, th- I think I did more than that for like a one one RM, but we gotta check those numbers. Yeah, I am not at that nose, but you know what you know what I'm trying to say. But I don't, I don't in, like some people just love to be in the gym and just it's one of those things where and this is an internal motivation for most people. You know, they love going to the gym because it it's like it it's like a therapeutic thing. It's it's your it's your time to just focus on you and and get your thoughts out in, in your own head. And it's the, what I do for running. What are you going to say? I was just going to say, well, you seek running out exactly. for, for that, you know, kind of stress relief. Yep. And, and I can definitely yep. say I, I look to the weight room. I mean, the very first yeah. thing that I did once um, my, you know, collegiate volleyball career ended, I literally the very next day I was sore as can be. My body was just absolutely beat up. And the first thing I did 7 a.m. was jump in the morning workout with my athletes and we it was a hard Wednesday morning workout and that was like my release that Mm -hmm. was you know my let go of it and it's definitely a mental game I mean it helps with your mental health too yeah oh 100% I think that 
again, we could we uh, we'll speak on running in a different episode where we can talk slow s- slowly solely about running. I don't want to, you know, get off topic, but I totally agree. I think that lifting and being in the weight room is more than just oh, I want to go get you know in shape or I want to go get bigger muscles or be more fit. It's a lot of mental and. I think that if you ask, you know, if you took a survey in a gym and, you know, say, what is your motivator or why do you love to do this? I can almost guarantee most people are not going to say, oh, because I want to look good. That just kind of comes with the part. I feel like most people will say, you know, it is therapeutic. It gives me time to just think and, and, you know, let things, you know, it's just a lot goes on in a day. Listen, there's 24 hours in the day. If you get six hours of sleep, that's 18 hours of being awake. And, you know, if you're a busy person, if you work a full-time job and or you have kids or you have other occupations or whatever the situation is, and, you know, you got a lot going on, life moves fast. And when you can just set aside an hour to go into the gym, maybe throw on some headphones, put some music on, and it just lets you, it just kind of takes you away from all the busy that life brings. So... We got a little off topic, but that's a good thing. I, that's what that's what's great about about this no, is that we that. we could talk about anything. But back to the internal and external motivation. I think that for sure, for me, internal lifting is uh, mostly about it's a therapeutic thing. I mean, most I do most of my therapeutic thinking when I'm running. Um, but it, for sure, in the gym, I'm, I'm you know I think about the day and and usually I like to lift in the afternoon because I run in the morning. So I, you know, I kind of reflect on the day and, and what happened. And I usually lift right after practice. So it's it's a great time for me to just reflect on, you know, how that practice went and what I could do better as a coach and, and maybe some things that I could change. So I really do enjoy that time in the gym. And my external motivation is, I'm not going to lie, it's one of those things where you know, look the part to play the part. And I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying you could be, let's just say a nutritionist and be overweight, right? That doesn't just because you're overweight or you don't work out doesn't make you not knowledgeable in that field. With that being said, for me, you know, I preach to my athletes that, you know, it's important to get into the weight room. It's important to put on some muscle. It's important to learn different exercises that can benefit you in different ways. And I look at it like, well, if I'm not doing it, how are they going to look at me and say, well, it's easy to say it. You know what I mean? Like, so I try and, you know, I give, I, I tell my athletes some workouts that I'm doing, or I tell them some of the numbers that I'm working with and what kind of weight I'm, I'm moving around. So I feel like for external motivation and it, and also like, you know, I'm 23 years old and I'd like to be strong and be healthy and be able to pick things up and put them back down. You know what I mean? Like, Me. yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's, you know, there's a lot of different things, but you know, I'm not the biggest fan in the weight room, but I definitely think it's essential especially if you're you're an athlete and you want to take your career as far as you can get it it's it's definitely something you, you need to look into if you're not into it already um so many benefits the one thing before i i give valley the floor is yes it, let's just say you're not into weightlifting i recommend everybody to get into it but the one precaution and i know ali will agree with me agree I know Ali I know Ali will agree with me is don't go into it blind. If you don't know what you're doing 
and you just go in there and 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 just try and do something you saw a YouTube you saw in a YouTube video, you could hurt yourself really bad. So yeah, absolutely. Do your research yes. first. Either get a coach or, or a yeah. friend, or you know, again, do just research. In yeah. It. Um. Everything's online. You could find uh, you could find articles. You could find studies. There, you know, there's a lot of BS on Instagram with like, you know, fitness trainers, but there's also a lot of good things that you could find. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of reputable people. One of those people, can I mention a name you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Allie's older brother um, actually told Allie about it and then they told me about it. This this guy, Dr. Pat Davidson, I follow him on Instagram. absolutely love what he does. He is one of the smartest guys I have ever heard speak um, he's one of those guys, like he posts a video, I'm watching the whole thing because I'm so yeah. curious to what he has to say, or he posts a video of him working out and then puts a description and you know what I mean? So definitely do your research because yeah. you could get seriously hurt. A good book from him is uh, a coach's guide to optimizing performance. I know. Um, and again, my older brother, um, was also a personal trainer and he gave, uh, Dan and I that book. And then even once I got into the job I'm in, in I'm in now, um, the other performance coaches were reading that book as well and i mean that's that's a great book it's a great resource um a lot of information a lot a lot of information you just got to slowly dissect it and digest it and it but it is an incredible resource um but yeah definitely do your research um before going into the gym and we we there are good videos like dan said on online but you also have to watch out for like those kind of rough ones that you know if you don't really know your stuff you can't see that that's you know terrible form or that's you know mm. they're doing something so incorrectly that they can't hurt themselves even, even more so definitely just um make sure you're you're doing what you need to stay safe um but getting off that topic what working out has kind of taught us about ourselves because a lot of people get into um working out and physical activity for hundreds and thousands of different reason, reasons, whether that's for their own personal health, whether that's for, um, you know, internal or external motivations for someone else or, um, the aesthetic, of the aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. To fit in, um, stuff like that for sports, uh, to perform better, anything. Um, but it teaches you a lot about but however, let me redo that. It teaches you about what you like and dislike about yourself as well. I think I've definitely realized some things and, and learned some things about myself. Can you say the same? Yeah, definitely. Um, it also puts a little bit of perspective on uh, like what you're capable of. Like quick example, when I first started lifting, when I was out of, out of, uh, when I had transferred schools and I wasn't playing soccer anymore, you know, bench press is like a staple workout in, in like the gym stigma. It's like, oh, if, you know, bench press, bench press, bench press. Obviously, there's hundreds of other exercises you could do to work out your chest. But that was one of the things that I immediately gravitated towards. And I remember like the first time I was like, wow, I really am weak in my chest. Like I could barely put up like, like. 95 pounds you know what I mean and and rule of thumb is you obviously should be able to bench press your own body weight but it's one of those things where I learned about myself I was like wow I'm like frail and you know you could you know you could have big biceps and big arms but but chest is a whole different animal you know it's funny because I just I was so weak and 
I learned about myself that that was something I needed to work on and I never thought about it until that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, not really the direction I was taking. It oh, in. well, I mean, um, I was thinking like, um, what I really learned about like myself and, and oh, at like a deeper level. I see <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. You're you're thinking more like philosophical. I was going for straight like <laughs> numbers. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess to go off that, I don't know. I never really thought about it that okay. deep. <laughs> uh, well, I, well oh, let me ask you that question. Pat, what have you found out about yourself? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I I really found that physical activity and sports were an escape for me. Um, and I'm not saying that I wanted to escape anything in life because I absolutely love the life that I'm living, but it's like we said before, de-stressor and, you know, life goes by fast and, and not many people take time to just pump the brakes and just think and worry about themselves for two seconds. And I've learned that that definitely, um, helps me put things into perspective as well. Um, you know, I, I like to think a lot about back to when um, I blew out my knee and wasn't able to do the things that I can now. It, it just put things into perspective, you know, so what if, mm -hmm. or, you know, um, just to be grateful and be like, well, some people would kill to be in this position or be able to go to this gym or you know, have the education that we do and have the, you know, the team bond that we do or, you know what I mean? Like simple things like that. So it's always, you always just got to be grateful for what you have. And that definitely kind of allows me to slow down my day and just be grateful, you know? That was a much better answer than mine. <laughs> um, but on a serious note, I, you had said something right there that is so true is, um, you got to be grateful for your life and the opportunities that you get. Like Ali said, there are so many people that either are maybe paralyzed or can't walk or have some sort of medical condition that permits them from doing these things. And we're not saying that no, those people can't. No, 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 absolutely not. But yeah. I feel like, like you said, like life moves by fast and it's very easy to say my life sucks or this sucks or that sucks. And you know, at, the, at least the older I get, I start to really sit back and, and instead of pointing out the things that may not be going so good in your life, there I'm sure there's things that are good in your life. And, you know, you got to just be grateful for what you have. And if you have the opportunity to go and better yourself in the gym mentally, not just physically, mentally too in the gym, um, you got to take it. You know, it, it's getting kind of deep, but it's true. Like you don't, you don't know when when your time is. Like, so you got to take every day like it's your last. And when I started thinking about that, um, because my motivation for the gym has been, you know, pretty low since I stopped playing soccer. The past couple months, I feel like I've been back on my grind for the gym, right? Um, and I just say that it's like, listen, like you don't know when the time is, and and I'm blessed that I'm able to afford a gym membership that's another thing like mm. i'm i'm lucky that i can do that you know jump some gyms are expensive and and some people might not have the opportunity or the ability to go to the gym so it i totally agree with what you just said with all that yeah and just another reason why we love what we do and being able to mm -hmm. give that love and passion for 
these little things in life to others and other athletes, you know? Yeah, and real quick, I just thought about this and I have to I have to give a brief uh a brief conversation about it. Exercise is medicine is the belief that exercise does more than what we're talking about, about, you know, getting physically fit. Exercise um is medicine to your to your mental health, to your physical health. There are so many studies that prove you know, exercise can prevent different types of uh, cardiac diseases, even different types of cancers. Like there are so many studies on why exercise is so good for you. So to ba- to build off of what we are, you know, what we've been talking about all episode is that again, being in the weight room and lifting weights is not just for phys- physicality. It's not just to look good to be stronger. There are so many benefits that that surround being in the weight room and, and strength and resistance training that there is no excuse for anybody to not want to do that. Mm-hmm. There's you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not it's not just all about, you know, creating that hypertrophy. It's all, you know, it's yeah. way deeper than that. And and also I know we're going off like little tangents here, but um I I briefly mentioned that one of my older brothers was was also a personal trainer and um he had a client who wasn't really an older gentleman, like much older, I want to say like in his seventies and who had lost his wife, um, recently lost his wife. She passed away and he was, his health, just overall physical health was just kind of going South. He was going to the doctor, he was getting all this stuff checked out. And the doctor literally said, um, he was like, look, like we've done all we could just go focus on you, go focus on getting your body healthy again, just go get a personal trainer, go worry about that, you know, worry about yourself, and that's when, obviously, he found um, my brother, and he said that my brother changed his life, just by helping him through that tough time, and the, I mean, this guy is is so generous and so nice, and I mean, he wanted to meet my parents and, and all that good stuff, but so seeing my brother do that and help other people in that way that's so much more than just the aesthetic and he didn't come in saying you know I want to be able to look better or you know but just to help himself um and that was super impactful to me I remember just being like wow like and I always looked up to my my older brothers but that one really, really stuck with me, especially throughout um, throughout choosing what I wanted to do in life as well. That was definitely a, another driving factor too. Yeah. But um, I think that covers quite a bit tonight. Yeah, um, definitely. I'm curious. Uh, this real quick, just podcast related. We're going to throw the podcast on the streaming services. But we're also going to post them on YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube, if you want, throw a comment down below and let us know what your motivation is for the gym or your experience in the gym. Or if you have any questions that you want to ask us and if there's anything that we could do to help you out to maybe help you start your journey or maybe you've been doing it for a while and you want some advice or maybe you have something that you could teach us. Whatever that is, leave it down in the comments. We would love to read it and, and interact with whatever whatever you guys uh, have to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we'll leave it at that. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make a great day, guys.
All right, we'll see you guys later.